0: And welcome back to Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil?
1: I'm good, Matt. I'm good. Uh, didn't expect to be talking to you this evening, but uh, there we go. Here we are.
0: Yeah, obviously, we uh, we did say the other night we weren't going to record tonight, as we've got a uh, special guests tomorrow. But in light of the Lonzo news, we thought we'd put together a bit of an emergency podcast and... Get that out of the way while it's still hot, hot topic, really. So I'll uh, I'll throw it to you to give out the the statement that was released yesterday by or the post that was put out by Bulls yesterday.
1: Yeah, so I mean, basically, we've been we've been talking so much about Lonzo and and about the health of the team and everything, and we we've been kind of reserved until we were gonna get an official statement from the Bulls, and uh, lo and behold, it arrived yesterday evening. Um, so the official statement basically said Lonzo Ball will undergo an arthroscopic debridement on his left knee on Wednesday, September 28th in L.A. And he will be re-evaluated in four to six weeks. So that was the official statement that was released. Um, how are how we, how we feeling, Matt?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've had a bit of time for the news to settle in and mm-hmm. sort of work out what to say on it really um, it's not like it wasn't expected no and at least we've been given something yeah uh, it's, to me it's still not a, a definite that four to six is just for re-evaluation it is you know by the time that's up I mean what's that going to take us to well that's pretty much um, start of November isn't it? yeah just off the top of my head, so start of November, he's got to be reevaluated, which I think the doctor's already come out and said it's gonna be longer than six weeks. Um or some doctors come out and said it anyway, I've seen going around. Yeah. Lonzo doesn't tend to recover quickly from injuries going off previous ones. No, historically yeah. it's uh, not great. No. So if they reevaluate him at say six weeks that takes us to the middle of November mm-hmm. well you're already losing a week of it as well
1: aren't you because it's next week that the exactly yeah the actual uh, procedure isn't it? it's not like it's happening tomorrow it's, it's yeah. Be so, so
0: yeah so you can call that pretty much the start of October so yeah middle of November is six weeks mm-hmm. then if he's good to go he's then got to ramp up which he might need another two weeks, maybe even longer by that point to to actually get to a point where he's good to play yep. or feels like he's good to play. And then he's got to get himself match fit, which is completely different as well, isn't
1: it? So, Especially with him having been out for so long. And, and, and even when he was kind of ramping up his, um, his rehab and that, he still wasn't able to go hundred uh, percent, getting himself back to being match fit. So he's he's like almost he'll be almost a year off of uh, off of actual competitive play at that stage. Not too yeah. far off
0: anyway. I mean, obviously, NBA-wise, they're going to be panicking that he's not going to be ready for the the rivalry game. (laughs) (laughs) If you can call it that.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. and I mean, that was always a stretch anyway and a bit optimistic to try and play that as a rivalry game, particularly when one of them is out extensively uh, for injury, you know. But anyways, that's an NBA problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously, bringing it back to Bulls, it's like... Obviously, we were expecting it, and they've put things in place to cover it. Yeah, they have. Uh, you know, as we've always said, Dragage was coming in as the insurance policy. hmm That 20 to 25 minutes that he was promised, reportedly, now looks more of <laughs> a definite. It certainly looks more realistic, doesn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, you know, looking at things on the socials and obviously chats that we was involved in last night as well mm-hmm. people are panicking about big it big time you know, this, you know it's pretty much the season's done already before we've even got
1: going <laughs> his his career is over training yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah you know and I must admit in my own head I've gone through Every emotion that you could go through with it all (laughs) as well. (laughs) But like I say, we've given ourselves a bit of time to think about it and look at the possibilities that we do have in terms of obviously the main question is who starts, you know, then the rotation comes into it. But one thing I will say is something I have had a quick look at today is, you know, everyone's saying that it was the Lonzo injury that ruined our season last year and yeah Lonzo's a special player and he's going to make any team better especially us just purely because of what he does offer but when he went down with his injury it was the same game that Zach went down with his the Golden State game where we got absolutely destroyed at that time Caruso was also out Yeah, with I think he was on health and safety at that point the COVID protocols he well the next game we went with Ayo and Kobe in the backcourt which kinda worked but we got beat by Celtics the game after, I think it was, by two points. And then we saw Crusoe come back against Cleveland, didn't we? And we thought that was it. Problem yeah. solved. Didn't and last then long, did it? No, then the following game, he went down with his wrist. Yeah. Whilst all this is going on, we're still missing Pee Will. Uh-huh. Obviously, Zach was out. Gervonta was out at that point. Mm-hmm. And they came back a couple of weeks later against OKC. Possibly a bit too quick for Zach. Uh, You know, because he struggled for the rest of the season. So not only did we lose Lonzo, we'd lost Zach, we'd lost Caruso, and, you know, that's three of our backcourt players down. And, you know, obviously the defence that AC brings with it as well Mm -hmm. was missing. The defence that Lonzo brings was missing. Obviously, Gervonta was out at the time, big on defence. So, yeah, obviously people say that this our season crumbled when he went out and it wasn't just him, that's the thing. And we're now in a better position to deal with him being out, which I think is the most important thing moving forward. So, because I think, what do we have coming off the bench? You know, we've already touched on how poor the bench was last year, but it's because the bench players were the starters. Exactly, yeah. And then the players that we had coming off the bench to replace... Uh, whether it was Io or Kobe, or obviously when Zach eventually come back, we had Troy Brown Junior. No longer here mm-hmm. says a lot. Matt Thomas was getting twenty minutes a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Big Dave. You know, yeah. my legend. Oh. It's just, <laughs> you don't want to be seeing him for twenty minutes a night.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't.
0: You know because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. He was trying to dribble it, which
1: <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: we did what we need to see. Nobody needed Get in to see
1: space, that. catch it and shoot it. That's what, that's what you're good at, dude. <laughs> but that, yeah. that wasn't the way it was happening.
0: <laughs> so when you've got them coming off the bench and it just wasn't working, you know, like I say, we're now in a better position. We've got obviously Ayo, Goran, Kobe, wherever you want to play him. Mm-hmm. and, well, it now opens up Dale and Terry a little bit. It does,
1: yeah, definitely, yeah. And, and you've AC as well.
0: Yeah, <laughs> completely forgot about him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, obviously AC can cover, what, one, two and three?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, so, I'll, you know, obviously that's my take on... On it as I've been thinking about it today, so I don't know what you think of all of that and whether you even realised that <laughs> Matt Thomas was playing twenty minutes at that time. So.
1: <laughs> no, it's just that's just a scary prospect. Uh, no offense, Big Dave, but um, you know, like like we discussed even the other day, uh, Matt Matt Thomas uh, he he doesn't shoot particularly well when there's someone standing in front of him, but he'll knock him down all day long if he's on his own. Right, uh no you know mr 99 Percent, right so but um yeah uh anyway we've we've done that we'll move on um yeah i mean like like yourself and like a lot of other people that I did i went in a little bit of like oh no this is going to be serious serious problem but when you actually start breaking it down like you did it's not as bad as it looks at first glance it's just not you know they obviously knew that this was a possibility, which is why they stayed so guard heavy and why they brought in Goran. Um, so they they kind of the the front office and the staff must have known that this was a possibility. So that's the first point. The next point is I I you know we hear about these. Scopes and and you know particularly with some of the players that we've had uh, and Zach and, and even going back as far as D Rose. So I did a bit of a dive on the procedure just just to just to educate myself a little bit you know. Yeah. Um. So it's it's basically it's it's the same procedure that Zach has recently had uh, and he's back out there and uh, am I there? Do you yeah. have me? Yeah, so it's yeah. basically the same procedure that that Jack that Zach just had, um, and he's back at it, and it's all going well for him. Um, it's it is a minimally invasive surgery, right? So, I mean, it's not major surgery. Um, it, it's keyhole, and it's used to diagnose, remove, repair damaged tissue in a joint to help stabilize the joint, reducing pain, swelling, and improving movement. Right? So, that's exactly what we've been hearing about alonzo that he's 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 almost there but he keeps experiencing pain and difficulty um on occasion it wasn't even all the time so hopefully this is going to do the job um and the other point and a lot of people have been saying on the different socials is why wasn't this done sooner why if they knew there was a problem why was this left till september to be done and you know again looking at what i found out about the actual procedure itself normally all other treatments are exhausted before this surgery is performed, which is the most likely reason why it wasn't performed sooner. They were hoping that they wouldn't have to go down this road, but they've obviously taken it to the point where, look, it's necessary, it has to happen. I'm not as concerned about this happening now as I would be mid-season or later into the season heading towards the, the playoff run. At least it's happening now and we have stuff and players in place to deal with it, at least as a stopgap. Yeah, and um,
0: like we've we've always said, it's more important that we get Lonzo back at the end of the season than yeah, well, right now, basically. Yeah. Um I can see why fans were saying, why hasn't it been done sooner? You know, we've known these issues for months now. But I kinda get the impression that you just don't want to be going digging around in somebody's knee if you don't have to. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're a sports star or an old person, a normal person, whatever, there's always risks with any type of surgery, however minor. Because you mm-hmm. get the risk of infection and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they thought that he could ramp up, then that's what they were going to give him the chance to do. Mm-hmm. Or if he felt that himself. Because at the end of the day, Alonzo wants to be out there playing. Of course. He, you know, he wants to be out there earning his contract. It, you know, and he, Eventually, this contract is going to come to an end. It doesn't want to be seen as somebody who's... Sat out and missed the majority of his career, mm-hmm. so he wants to be playing, and, and the surgeries or the, the, the um, yeah the surgery it, it's like a last resort because they need to know what's going on. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean you can see why fans have gone through every emotion and asked every question and stuff like that. And I'm sure, like we've said, we were the same. They've probably took a day or two to think about, well, a day now to think about it. And they're probably now not quite as it's the end of the world.
1: Well, not everyone anyway. Yeah, as I was going to say, <laughs> there's still
0: be the odd one out there. I'm sure we'll still get the odd comment. and You know, say if he comes back now, christmas time january you know it's going to be like a new in for us as well
1: well um, yeah especially if we've managed to hold our own any bit
0: the call with tim sinclair is brought to you by stump the new app for ios and android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. Yeah, so I mean, obviously the next question's going to be, who starts? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, as we've just said, we went through pretty much everybody last year. Um, Obviously, we finished with Ayo getting the start. Yeah. Obviously, when AC come back towards the playoffs and stuff like that, then I think he kind of took it, didn't he? And Io went back to the bench because obviously Io hit the rookie wall, however you want to word it. Yeah. But Io's coming out fighting this year. you know. Definitely. And another point I mentioned yesterday in the different chats we had is, and I think our last episode, there's a reason why Io was in that Motorola release video, however you want to word it, and it's because they see him as the future of this organisation or part of the future of this organization. Right. And part of that is going to be potentially becoming our starting point guard. That's how I look at it, anyway. Um, you know, I mean, how many years has Lonzo got left now on his contract? Is he? Was it a three or a four year deal he signed? I think it was three.
1: Was it- I'd have to check that. I'd have
0: to look that up. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, so I mean, they obviously see Lonzo as a bit of a long-term sort of prospect project, however you want to word it.
1: Well, I mean, he's um, still what only twenty-five, isn't he?
0: Twenty-four, and I think he's only about a year older than I, or two years older than I, isn't he? Which right. is mad in itself. I mean, he's still young enough, and it's just unfortunate that it does seem to be very injury. Heavy at yeah. this stage of your career, isn't it? So, I mean, my choice for starter is IO.
1: Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I, I'd like to see IO start, but I think they'll give it to AC.
0: Yeah, see, I mean, I've heard, listened to a few different podcasts today already on it all, and a lot of say, a lot of seem to be saying that it's going to be AC, but I don't know, personally, I'd rather he come off the bench. That's where yeah. I see him, you know, that's his best role and because just for the defensive mindset to shore up the, you know, the the bench units really, Um, you know, because I mean, obviously, if you look at Goran starting, you've got no defense in your backcourt then, have you, with him and Zach? All right, yeah. Zach did improve defensively, but does still have his lapses at least Ayo brings that defensive mindset and obviously Caruso does as well Mm -hmm. obviously you know if you look further down the roster as well with the sort of the training camp deals that were given out it was very guard heavy wasn't it Mm -hmm. Um, so you just it's obviously something that I think they knew was coming which is so they'll already have a plan in the red of who they want to start and the advantage we've got over last year is we've got a training camp and pre-season to go to work it all out so whoever we see on the court at the start of pre-season might not be who we see on the court at the start of the regular season because it might not work yeah you, you, you know you know, pre season's is what it is, isn't it? It's, it's not fully competitive, but it's going to give us a chance to look at how the roster is going to shape up a little bit.
1: Yeah. And, and, and they might go that little bit kind of harder as well, um, just so that they can test themselves and see where they're at and uh, what works and what doesn't.
0: Yeah, and what we discussed on the last one was the contracts on our last episode was obviously the contracts and who's becoming free agents next year Mm -hmm. and Ayo Kobe and Goran are all on that list yeah so you know we don't know where Goran's going to be at at the end of the year whether he's going to go again or what but Ayo and Kobe like we said are fighting for that money this year so getting that chance to to start and show what they can do is going to be massive for them because, yeah. especially for Kobe as well, you know, I'm not saying that Kobe's going to get it because he's not a point guard anyway, but, mm-hmm. you know, like he's going to want to come out and go, look, this is what I can do if I start a game. And the same as Ayo, he's going to come out and go, you know, look, I'm your starting point guard. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And even then when Lonzo comes back, more, you know, is he going to come off the bench or is he going to get the start of minutes straight away?
1: Well, yeah, that's a good question. But, you know, as we've discussed previously as well, even if he does get the starting position, you know, he's not going to be straight out there playing max minutes. He's going to be on a, on a minutes um, restriction anyway. Yeah, and I think, they're gonna take it as long as they can
0: before they ramp him up as well. Yeah, we probably won't see, you know, if he does come back say December, January, that kind of time. We're probably not gonna see him at full until possibly even the playoffs. Do you know what I mean? It's if that's the 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 ga- the end game for it all is having him fit mm. for the playoffs because. It's a knee injury. It's a very, it's been an ongoing thing now. for. It's going to be the best part of the year, like we said, by the time he comes back. Yeah. They're not going to want to rush him in and get him in full floor straight away. Do you know what I mean? It's So
1: it's whoever, starts,
0: whoever starts the season could end up being the starter for most of the season, really. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's going to be a, a big, big decision for him. You know, because there's people arguing that Goran could be the starter just purely because he's got that sort of veteran head and, the, you know, the ability to facilitate and obviously he's starting for Slovenia, obviously in the Eurobasket. Yeah. Granted, it's your job's looked easy when you're starting alongside Luca, like, but... <laughs> you know, it's proved that he can put the minutes in, but I wouldn't want to see him starting with them minutes either, so...
1: No, nor would I, and for the very reason that you've already kind of highlighted that um, he's a bit of a turnstile on defense. Do you know, he gives yeah. us every he gives us everything else, but I mean, that is sorely lacking uh, at at the top end, and and we kind of need a bit more a bit more on D than uh, than what he provides. Yeah, and that's what obviously AC is going to do, and
0: Ayo is going to do.
1: Yeah. And even Terry, he seems to be, you know, yeah. more locked in on defense.
0: Yeah, and obviously we haven't even touched on him yet. This is his opportunity now, isn't it? To that like we just said it, we've got we're better prepared for it now, and yeah. we've got training camp which starts next week. Then we've got pre-season, a couple of weeks off to carry on working on stuff before the, the regular season then starts. So it's a. Big chance for Dale and Terry to say, "Look, well, I am a point guard." And mm-hmm. this, I mean, as we've well, as I've said before, I see Terry as a crossover between Lonzo and Javante Green. He's just not obviously at the same level as Lonzo is with mm-hmm. certain aspects of his offensive game, but he's got the energy of Javante Green and. You know, with the workouts we've seen him doing and who he's worked out with, you know, he's coming in to uh, training camp and obviously pre-season wanting to go. And yeah. he's he wants, I'm not saying he's going to get a starting role because that's a long way off, probably. But I think he's going to force himself to get minutes early on, like we saw with Ayo. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a good thing. As the season draws on, when Lonzo does eventually come back, if he comes back this season, that's another thing. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no still no
1: guarantee that we will actually see Lonzo. No, um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it- at some point anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, like you say, n- no guarantee. And I and I do think that Dale and Terry is going to be looking at this, and obviously he's not going to be. You know, rubbing his hands together at the at the prospect of uh, of Lonzo being injured or anything, but he is going to see this as an opportunity, and yes. uh, and from what little we've seen of Dalen Terry, he seems like an opportunistic kind of guy, and and he will be fired up at the thought and the prospect of this could be my chance, you know, and and I don't see him not taking it with both hands.
0: Yeah. And, like, as we saw in Summer League, he got better and he was asked to do different things as well. Mm. So, you know, as we've discussed before, we're both excited to see where where Terry goes. So, I've got no issues with him potentially getting some minutes.
1: No, I don't either. I think it's actually, it is a good opportunity for him. Um, He will get a few more minutes now, perhaps, than he would have done and uh, that's all going to go towards his growth the same way as it did with Io last year?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think with this being an emergency pod, we'll we'll wrap it up there with a quick summary that we're now kind of, the news has sunk in, we're not as down on it all as we first were. Yeah, I think Io gets a start, you think Caruso gets the start, and we see Dylan Terry being the one that Gets the advantage from it, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. With with Goran coming in, using his uh, veteran experience and skill to kind of keep the whole thing afloat.
0: Yeah. So we'll just say, keep the faith, Bulls Nation, and yeah, it's not going to be as bad as first thought, or hopefully,
1: no, no <laughs> hopefully not.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we'll wrap it up there, and as we've said before, we we are recording again tomorrow with Matt Peck as a special guest, which we both really looking forward to cannot Um, wait and in the meantime I've been Matt and you can find us on all the socials at CRED UK
1: and I've been Neil find me on Twitter at Neil CRED UK thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the CRED UK podcast please subscribe rate and review us and until next time wherever you are in the world CRED go Bulls It's
0: it's time for the percolator percolator